This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara. Featuring Pat Boyle and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. I'm pretty sure once we get to Tuesday, when you hear, and here's DA, it'll be DA until Thanksgiving time-ish. Because this is our last summer fry DA. I think DA, unlike Pete, has exhausted all of his paternity leave. So D.A. will be D.A. in the main seat on the show that has his name for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I, I believe he's taken almost all of it or maybe or, one more one around more. the Christmas time. Maybe yeah. Yeah. that's what how I would play it. But also you can you have the first year of the child's life. But, but you have to it, you could take days from it previous. But now you have to take as a week. week chunks. Yeah, week increments. Yes. Either way. This is our last summer Friday. We began the summer at Bob's Bar. We closed it with Munchkins and Sexy Peter Schwartz an hour ago here on the show. If you missed that, you missed something. The odds on that, uh, like plus 10,000. I mean, that is a that is a parlay. If you missed that, you're not going to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be the epic fail. It could be. the that, Could that be. Could be. Tar- it is also a Target Demo Friday, of course. The meme is out. <laughs> It is our goodbye to Pete uh, as he steps away from the show for most of September. His last, well, not last, I can't say that either, his latest batch of paternity leave, but it begins when this show ends. And we hope that Pete returns, you know, before October, before Halloween at the latest, but it remains to be seen. But either way, it's emotional. I couldn't care less when Sean left, but losing Pete even for three, four, or five weeks at a time is is a lot for me to handle. Uh, so now, now, now if I... Win the lotto during this time, it will definitely be the last time you see me. <laughs> I disagree. I think in that specific scenario, you'd come back for a week to rub it in our faces and have people say goodbye to you, and then you'd leave again. No, we would start the Pete Bellotti radio station. Why would you do that to yourself? I would. It would just Why would one you? show. No, no, no. Don't do anything. I would have the money to not do anything and do things. Don't start a radio station if you win the lottery. I think people would listen to the People Lottie channel or radio station. What would be the headline show? I I would acquire the DA show. Yeah, you'd buy us out? Yes. Okay. You could probably do that. Yes. That I'll allow. 
Would I be? Would I be the producer? Would I get named the producer in less than two months' time? Can't answer that about about stations that haven't been formed yet. Yeah. <laughs> plus, you don't know what DA would negotiate, like who has the right of you know for personnel decisions, kind of like coach and GM, who's got the final call on a fifty-three man roster. Would Pete be in charge of staffing? Would DA be in charge of staffing? You don't know. I actually would. I actually would acquire Pat to do his own show. Okay. Look at this. He's just handing out shows now. Right. I'll take it. I got with that Powerball. It's the Powerball, not the uh, the local lottery. Right. You need at least you need nine figures. That's, you need hundreds of millions of dollars to make right. this happen. Pay off the debts. Yeah, yeah, and then you start your own little thing. Buy a new house. Before or after the radio station creation? Before or after that? Are you building up? Two scale WWE ring in your house somewhere. Oh well, first you got to build a, a new house. You, you build yeah, a new so house. you move new plot property. A lot of space. A lot of space. Is there a, a freestanding building? Yes. That is a WWE grade wrestling uh, ring. Or is a freestanding building to do parties? Okay. And and events. Like rent it out, or yes. just for your parties? We could, uh, could do. Spe- uh, we can rent it out if we wanted to. But it's for my own parties, and I can also have wrestling matches there or or concerts. It's a man concerts. With, it's a man with big ideas. I, yeah. You thought this through. I have concerts because that that's that's one of my because uh, when I think in the car, I think about some things like that. If I would have won a lot, when you're what, driving what home from this godforsaken place in godforsaken New York Long Island traffic. You're thinking about the mini multi-purpose arena you're going to build you on your to. huge plot of you land? You have to when you're sitting in, in traffic, when you're supposed to be home in a half hour, and you're actually home in two hours. It, that is, it's remarkable, by the way. And you never go, oh, see, now, you just drive. We've told you to use your GPS, and you never do. But when you use your GPS, it will take you in a different way every single day yeah. from this place to home. Uh-huh. And none of them save you time. No. Did, did you happen? Were you here yesterday when we learned one of other Pete's coping mechanisms? I don't think so. Just screams to himself. Oh, oh yes, that's right. I'm not surprised. That's right. If I'm sleeping in the car, if I if I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep, yeah, I turn up to either the music loud or I scream, uh, like scream loudly. So that's just to keep you awake, not to an keep, actual coping mechanism. Keep me awake. Because it reminded me, I got a thing here. If something bothers me here, and I need a second to like recoup, I'll go to my locker and I can su- I can slam the locker without making a slamming noise. I don't know what, what cushioning involves. No, that, 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 you're right. But I'll just go and just give it a hard close and that somehow resets me. But that's, again, I've had to develop a technique to get through some of the days here. Well, my, my, I, my, my technique would be walking to the, uh, to the back commissary. Popular technique is slam. (laughs) 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 I can't even say it. Popular technique slamming a nice coffee against the wall for some people. Yeah. (laughs) There is also that. Uh, The Target Demo Friday meme again is your goodbyes to Pete. Folks, find it at CBS Sports Radio at Andrew Bosch. In that case, though, I think you burn a lot of. Aggression, and I think that's a good idea. I think you need it. I think you need. I've I've told my kids that. Like there are times where you, you know, things are go even at twelve and nine. Things can be crappy. You have a bad day. You're allowed to, you know, scream into your pillow or need to sit in your room for a few minutes and be by yourself. Or all those things are good. You got to get you got to get emotions out. Might mean you need a good cry sometimes too. Uh huh. That's all okay. Let it go. 
So if you see the Target Demo Friday meme, tell us, as always, how you're listening, where you're listening, and give Pete his your best as he moves away from us for an indeterminate amount of time. Now, Pat Boyle's father, one of our new friends, at Pat Boyle's dad, <laughs> has tweeted him, uh, going back to our coffee debate, and this is, I mean, nearly perfect. Alphas don't have to justify their coffee creamer choices to betas. That, where that is, has got Boyle and his dad pegged. I mean, this is just, just perfect. It might actually be Pat's dad. My dad is very technologically illiterate. Yeah. So I doubt he would, I know, would know how to send a tweet, let alone create a Twitter. My dad, like Pete, is a, is a big wrestling fan. Never stopped. Never grew out of it. Keep, he's... My dad was born in 46, so that makes him, he's about to turn 77? Yeah, 77. Yeah. He's old for watching SmackDown and Cool Down and Run Down and Mondays and no Fridays like and that. whatever. But I, I gave him one Christmas, I gave him a gift. I, I bought him the WWE Network right. thing, right? Then it became part of Peacock. Mm-hmm. So I had to give him a Peacock login. And I have the security thing tacked on that when anybody, whenever anybody logs in, I get an alert, an email that just says, somebody just logged in. If this is you, no worries. And it's always my dad. And I every time, I'm like, Dad, don't log out. You don't need to log out. But this dude turns everything off. He closes Every browser window mm-hmm. logs out of everything, turns the computer on and off between usages. Wow. That's conserving energy. But I but see, I've been told that it's not because things like that, computers, they use the most energy in turning on and turning off. They're meant to be on and they and they know how to like go into like sleep mode. That the real burst, the real energy pulls are in starting up and boot and booting down. They also turn everything off in their car, which drives me nuts. They turn off either the heat or the AC and the radio. Oh, no. So then That's like OCD. I don't know what it is. And I, I'm sure I will develop the – I maybe I have them now, but I am certainly will have them as I'm, when I'm an, a grandparent and I've got – and my kids are adults. But, like, on vacation recently, I would drive them in their car when we were going out to dinner or whatever because there were too many of us for one car. And I would get in their car, and everything would be off. And it's my yearly reminder they do this ridiculous thing. They keep telling them, like, you're doing, you're accomplishing nothing. You don't need to power down every individual apparatus in this car. Just turn the damn thing off. And then when you turn it back on, everything that you want is right there. Your favorite station's playing. The hot air, the cold air is coming right out for you. What are we doing? We should run Shep through the Mr. Bogus boot camp because he leaves bank account statements and every other piece of... Yeah. Very private <laughs> property information up when he's on a computer. I don't need my dad to be to be a bigger security risk than he already is because when the computer's on, he does like to answer the Nigerian prince emails no. and that kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes, we've already been down that road. My mom will will forward me and my brother an email that's an obvious phishing scam. And yeah. the email address is like Z six four two three five four and she goes, Is this scam? I'm like, Mom. What do you think? I know. We just did this too on vacation. My mom hands me her little tablet thing 
and it was like a, a, a fake Google like sign-in alert. And the same thing, the email was an unending string of numbers and letters at like gmaul.com. I'm like, <laughs> that can't be real. You, I, you need to be able to understand that that's not a real thing. I was just making sure. I don't think so. I think I think those phishing and and those scams are done for people over sixty. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I didn't think any of them were, would work. They all work once you cross sixty. Right, you can fall for all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want dementia. I'm embracing it. Right, but if I that's the one thing. If I do get to the point where I'm falling for obvious phishing scam emails, or I'm asking my kids or my seeds, is this scam? Put a bullet in my head. Yeah, that's it. Put me, on a little, put me on some ice and float me off into the Pacific. Yep. Like That'll be, a... That will be the, the straw that breaks my back. <laughs> yeah. My dad almost fell for this. Was, my daughter's 12. This was a good three years ago. And I guess I think I saw this on the news eventually. Like people would call and they'd sound upset and they'd be like, it's me. I need help. And they like, like I was in, I'm in jail or something or my car broke down and they'd, they trick people into giving like a car, a credit card number and a, a female voice called my parents' house and she was upset and she just kept saying, grandpa, it's me. Now my daughter doesn't call, she calls my dad Poppy, not grandpa. That should have been the first clue. I think she was nine at the most. She doesn't have a phone. She wouldn't be out alone needing right. help. Right. And this dude almost gave away all his information to this stranger crying on the phone. You want my social? Yeah. On one hand, I, I want them to live in my house where I can keep an eye on them the whole time. On the other hand, we wouldn't see Thursday if that was the case. That's rough. Yeah. That is rough. Bad times. Dangerous times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still a learning curve for the, uh, for the World Wide Web and... Uh... People over 60. Yeah. I wonder what's going to get us when we're old. Like right now, we got to handle on all of these things, right? For the most part, like we're good. Like what's going to be the, the development that we can't comprehend I, that stuns us when we're 60 plus? I think it's the next form of social media that forms in like five, 10 years. It's going to be like holograms. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. You know what's going to get me? AI prostitutes. That's a, that's a really specific one. Now. <laughs> so AI. here's another thing we've thought about. <laughs> AI in general. AI <laughs> prostitutes. Yeah. Uh, that I'm not even going to pretend like that's not going to get me. So your fear is what? That you're going to sign up for one and it's not going to be a real person when you get in the bedroom like what's the fear of this so no, they're going to like just, they're going to take your kidneys what, what? no 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 well i guess just steal my steal all my money um like walking down the street yeah, or like mean, out out in any public forum and an ai prostitute comes up and starts flirting with me and it's right. like oh yeah i still got the juice i still got the riz okay and lo and behold it's just an it's just an ai bot and then they take my wallet, my credit card, and doesn't that happen all? Not to you specifically, but all the time now with human women and men tricking you into thinking things and taking your stuff. I would suppose, but think about how lethal it's going to be when it's not an actual, when it's a robot. Yeah, but we're also not complicated. It doesn't take a lot to figure out the way to get us to be vulnerable in these situations. Uh, I mean, I'm the guy that's been to a strip club and left and going, I think she liked me. So I'm like, I'm on, I'm on that list. Oh boy. <laughs> I think I had a chance. So I, so like, I'm, this danger already exists for me. I don't need AI people coming through. 
The best is when you're that the other person that's at that club. What's the other person? <laughs> the other person has to wait around. <laughs> Long I'm story. Lost. Long yeah. story. Feel free to tell it. We got nothing else to do this morning. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of love, this Ronald Acuna Jr. story is ridiculous. Uh, Pete's had it in his update so far this morning, but the long version of the story is Ronald Acuna Jr. has a longtime girlfriend. He's 25. She's 23. They've been together for four years. They have two small kids. He's from Venezuela. She's from Venezuela. But obviously he is here, and I don't know his full citizenship status, but he's obviously here full-time playing for the Braves. The kids were born here, so they're U.S. citizens, but his wife is still a Venezuelan citizen only, so she can only be here, I think, in three-month stages. That's how long like the travel visa is. So her current one was about to expire, but Acuna didn't want his family to leave with the playoffs coming up. He wanted them to be around for the postseason push and maybe, unfortunately, another Braves World Series appearance, if not title. So he decided like earlier this week, hey, let's get married. They were going to do that this offseason in Venezuela. He goes, let's do it now because I don't want you to leave. You can stay if we get married. So he calls his agent business guy earlier this week. This dude in like 36 hours and his staff set up a wedding yesterday morning. And they didn't just go to, like, the courthouse. They rented out a place north of L.A. They fly in from Denver. He wakes up yesterday morning after, like, five hours of sleep, drives 30 miles outside of L.A. to this, I don't know, golf course, whatever. They have an actual wedding in the morning. He goes to Dodger Stadium at night crushes a grand slam to become the first player ever with 30 homers and 60 stolen bases in the same season. That's love, man. And I I I did almost nothing on my wedding day. I showed up. I wasn't a doofus. I said nice things at the ceremony and then we partied. I didn't the grand slam. I didn't I didn't do the romantic thing of rushing a now maybe it's for some of you, it's not romantic um, to rush a wedding and not have huge party, family, friends. But this guy didn't want his family to go back to Venezuela and wanted them to stay with him and goes, let's get this done. They got it done. And all in one day, he gets married to the love of his life. And then her and the kids are in the stands and not just a home run, but a grand slam in an NL showdown, Braves and Dodgers. And it's an historic home run. It makes him the first 30-60 player of all time. If only he wasn't a Brave. Because I might have an Acuna Jr. jersey before all of this because he's a fabulous baseball player. Something special. He is a fabulous player. And the fact that he's only 25 only adds to my frustration with his existence as a Brave because there's no expiration date on him doing bad things to your favorite team. But what a day they had yesterday. Congrats to him and his wife on getting married. Congrats on him on making ridiculous baseball history. And with an entire month still to go, uh, 40-70 club? I mean, it's on the table. It's very possible. What a day for Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, Apparently, what a day for Stanford, Cal, and SMU. We've got some breaking ACC expansion news. We'll do that. And once again, the local station here in New York is angering professional athletes. I don't know why they keep doing it, but they do. I'm confused 
by their defense of this attack. That's coming up next right here on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. $10 a month to put AC on for a couple hours a day. Leave it on. I'm sweating. Get them out. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to the DA Show on this Friday morning. Bogus in for DA. The body's here. Boyle's here. Schwartz is here. Kaplan's here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. They watch DA.com on YouTube, on Twitch. We begin our final hour with our final edition of Sounds of Saturday. Scott Howard, the boys of the Georgia Bulldogs, beginning their attempt at a three-peat this weekend against UT Martin. Hope things go well for the Bulldogs. He will join us at 9 Eastern. At 9.30 Eastern, we'll talk to Lisa Colliff, an attorney, for the latest on this Michael Orr situation that began with DA talking to Michael Orr on these very airwaves a few weeks ago. Let's put aside the boycott for a second. I don't have the strength to tiptoe around all of this. Last week, we discussed Tiki Barber apologizing to Jets head coach Robert Sala about a story Tiki said of why the Jets may or may not have moved practice around, canceled a workout with the Buccaneers. That was the first attack on a local team by FAN. Last week, and now into this week, we have a different show, Sal Akata. What's happened to this station? Going on air and talking about the Mets' broken clubhouse. The Mets have a toxic clubhouse, and Pete Alonzo is, the, is part of that, is really the headline sentence from Sal. Now, Sal said this last week, I believe, went on vacation this week, when it took off. So Sal has not responded to this. But Alonzo, other Mets, front office people with the Mets, people around baseball have all chimed in. And then here in this building, people have come to Sal's defense saying that Sal didn't say that Pete Alonzo is toxic or that the Mets clubhouse is toxic and Alonzo is part of this. And they've gotten very defensive down the hall Our other good friend, Brandon Tierney, posted a video yesterday saying, you show me 
where Sal or anybody else on this station said or wrote that Pete Alonso is toxic. And then people responded with the video of Sal saying it with like the quotes going along the bottom. I don't, I, and I just don't know what's going on because I heard what Sal said. I read what Sal said, and I don't know how to interpret it other than it being a negative comment about Pete Alonzo. And Sal went on and said, and and has been, and Sean has defended Sal and others, and they have echoed the same point of the Mets. If the Mets want to change their clubhouse dynamic, there's only a few moves they could make. They can't trade Lindor, who has a basically an infinity contract for $300 million. They just signed Brandon Nimmo long-term. Their other frontline batter is Jeff McNeil, who was a batting champ a year ago, is a good defender, but he's kind of, he's like, I'm, he's like, you're indifferent to Jeff McNeil as a player. The Mets wouldn't be any different, but bad or worse, with or without him. So trading him, what does that prove? So Sal said the one guy to trade would be Pete Alonso. And here's where I really don't understand Sal's argument. And then, then, then the other guy is defending Sal with the same argument. If your point is that the Mets have a bad clubhouse and you need to make a move to change it, you don't change a guy that's not a problem. You move out the problem to fix it. So if you're trading away Pete Alonso, he has to be part of the problem that you're talking about. Because if he was helping or not involved, why would you trade him? Now, there are baseball reasons to trade Alonzo maybe this winter, but if we're talking about chemistry and culture, if you're trading him because of that, you also have to be saying that he's part of the problem. So I don't know what's going on. I just know there's a lot of dudes doing tough guy acts, two or three or one or two doors down from us, and I don't understand what they're doing. Now, Schwartz on the fan a lot, Boyle host on the fan. Either one of you guys want to help me on this, feel free. But I, I I heard what Sal said. I thought what Sal said was negative. I have the same general concern about the Mets dynamic in the clubhouse. I don't know who's to blame. I don't know how bad it is, but their culture, quote unquote, has been crappy this year, which is why they are where they are. So something's up. And I thought Sal said it was partly because of Pete Alonso. So I don't know why everyone down the hall is so worked up about people responding to that. Listen, I don't profess to know what's going inside, going down inside right. the Mets clubhouse. So, and I've talked about this on a couple of the shows that I've done down there. I I can't come out and say that it's toxic because of Pete Alonso. I don't know the situation. And the only thing that lends credence to what Sal said was that he works at SNY right. also. Yes. So maybe it was someone Mets connected that 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 told him this. So. I think it's a pretty interesting topic to talk about. I, I don't know. I, it's not something that I would come out and feel, and I think the Mets should so- re-sign him. I don't think yeah. you let that guy walk away. So I, I have no problem with Sal saying what he said. Right. I'm conv- To me, they're defending Sal in the wrong way. Because I like Sal is plugged in. I trust right. Sal. When I heard that, I was like, okay, so that maybe is – that's what I – I've been general thinking, not specific names, but just that the clubhouse is not a great place to be in this year, and that might explain why the year has been so terrible. I didn't know who was to blame or whatever, but what Sal said made some sense to me. But to now, in retrospect, go, Sal didn't call Pete Alonso toxic. He well, did. What, it did. It he sounded did. that way. And that's okay. You could say it and stick by it, right. and that's fine. 
I think saying it alarmed a lot of people in the wrong way, and I think that's part of the problem, too. You got a lot of Mets fans that love Pete Alonso, and listen, I think the great thing about New York sports fans and other sports fans around the country is that you can't fool New York sports fans. Like you can't say something so you know heinous and so outlandish and fool a New York sports fan. So, but you also have the fan that doesn't want to hear that about Pete Alonso. You have the fans that are you know that that drink the Kool Aid and don't want to hear a negative thing about their favorite player. And maybe that's another layer to this too: is that how dare he say something? About Pete Alonso, we have to get him re-signed. He's not the problem, right? Yeah, and, and but those are all, like there's a, there are valid conversations to have in here. Whether you should trade him, whether you should sign him, whether because you know he if he wants to be paid like Matt Olson or Freddie Freeman, too bleep and bad, he's not that good. He's a good player, but he's not them. So like at some point, you might have to trade him because you know that he's not going to stay here long term. You got to get something for him. That's all well and good, but I just I I, I don't understand this. Oh my God, we didn't say that defense when that is what's said. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm the dummy. But boy, what do you, I mean, you you've you've hosted, you've been around there. I don't know what I don't understand necessarily. I get closing ranks and defending your guy, but I kind of think that their defense is BS right now. Yeah, I kind of laughed at the the entire situation, the entire uh, crux of the argument. Yeah, the team has been terrible. Yes. Um, obvi- that's been well stated both in New York and on a national level, considering they became a national fixture when Steve Cohen bought the team and then decided to spend hundreds of millions of dollars. They have the biggest payroll in Major League Baseball history. So, of course, when they failed miserably this year, yeah, they're going to be a national talking point. Um, but it's it's kind of it's hilarious to me that the guy who – probably by the time he turns 30 in two years from now, we'll have most of the Mets' all-time individual offensive records. Yeah. A guy who barely misses games, is seemingly the poster poster child for the team, and I guess in a year like this, that's, you know, but you get what I'm saying. guy yeah. that shows up, never really says anything bad in the media, right. never is a distraction, going to have all the records, hits all the home runs. He was never supposed to be a good defender, and he's actually a, a, an above-average fielding first baseman. Hilarious to me that that's the guy that people want to trade, and that's the guy who's a toxic uh, fixture in a clubhouse that has a bad team and a manager that has worn out his welcome yet again, yeah. and a front office and a general manager that doesn't know what the hell he's doing at all. Uh Pete Alonso, I think, is the least of the problems. So I, I just found all of it uh, quite hilarious. Yeah. And the charitable things that Pete Alonso yeah. does in this area for people around the country who don't know. I mean, here's a guy. He, re- I mean, he's played in New York now for a few years, but he has really taken himself to the area and with the charity things that he does. Again, I, I find it hard to believe that he's he's toxic in that clubhouse. Again, I can't speak to that because I'm not in the clubhouse. I would just find that hard to believe. The only thing that I could that I would ever feel safe to say from a distance is that it's possible that Alonzo as their second best player. Lindor is their best player, in my mind. But so first, second, however you want to break it down, that if he's just not naturally a leader, that sometimes creates a problem when your best guy is not. And you know, you can lead by example. There's different ways to lead. So if he's maybe if there is a problem, 
And he's not using his stature as the best player on the team or the second best player to like address it, whether it's organizing dinners or whatever. Like that's crossed my mind that maybe he just is not the leading type, and that's fine. But something that has kind of after effects, side effects of that. But so, uh, real quick, folks. Also, just to, you know, in New York, the Yankees named Aaron Judge the captain, and he's one of the best players in baseball still. Yeah. Even though he missed fifty games this year. When he's been on the field, he's been performing, and the rest of the team sucks and is miserable, and they're dead and they're lifeless. So yeah. is Aaron Judge a terrible leader as well? No. Look at any, you know, is Mike Trout a terrible leader because he's been the best player in baseball and the Angels have sucked all these years? I think you can't just equate leadership with the team's performance. Right, or lack thereof. And you certainly, I just, you know, it, first it was Sean sharing his defense of Sal, which I just, I didn't understand. And then yesterday, I saw the BT video, which is it was all fair. He recorded it, demanding proof of what Sal said, and people were editing BT's video with the Sal video to show what Sal said, and it just it was hysterical. Again, you could defend the veracity of Sal's report, and why, and that's stand that's, by it. That's the, yeah, that's the number one thing to do. The right. easy thing to do. Say I trust Sal. I know Sal does his does his homework, that he doesn't say things for you-know-whats and giggles, that Sal said what he said, and he meant what he said, and he wasn't trying to be take anybody down. He, he said it. He could have bad sources, but he said it. We're sticking with it. But to stand there like, we're idiots, and that we're all misreading it, that he didn't do what he seemed to have done, like, I guess it almost it was almost insulting. Like, it was just like, guys, it happened. You can defend him in certain ways. This is not one of them. To play the he didn't say that card is usually what the athlete does, that we're twisting things. Now we're they're flipping the script going, you guys on the inside are twisting this into things that we didn't say, yet here's me saying it on video and into a microphone. There's a guy on, on so Twitter. Confused. I, I, I can't think. Uh, back after this. Oh, that, yeah. did that to Mike Francesa Fun for all the funhouse, right? Yeah, so you know, Mike would say, "I never said that," and this guy would go back and find the <laughs> clip of seconds. Mike saying that. So, <laughs> by the way, on the subject appeal, funny story. Well, I think you'd get the, you'd think it's funny. So over the summer, Jared's going through some of my old uh, baseball cards, and he came across the Dave Kingman card. He said, "Dad, I'm looking at his numbers. He had a lot of home runs. Tell, you know, what, what was he? What was he like? You know, when, when you watched him play?" And I said, "Well, you're watching him play right now. His name is Pete Alonso." Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, low batting average, a lot of home runs. A lot of home runs. Yeah. Doesn't strike out as much, right? I think. Maybe. Hey, I don't know. I, I, Alonso's been striking out. And the personalities are not the same. No. Dave Kingman was miserable. Right. Miserable human being. Just saying numbers-wise. I mean, you could draw the analogy like he's kind of like, the, at least this year with the batting average, he's a modern-day Dave Kingman. All right, I think we're going to try to do stun to a news here. We should, right? So let's get yeah. headlines, and then that. Here's Schwartzy. This has to have happened in Los Angeles because it was a real Hollywood story. 2-2 Bidge on the way. He strikes one well to left field. Back to the wall. Screaming through the night. It's a grand slam. And Acuna doing MVP things here in the top of the second inning. His 30th home run of the year. He makes history with that blast. And, man, it's one to remember. A grand slam at Dodger Stadium. Ben Ingram.
Storm on Braves Radio. The Braves beat the Dodgers 8-7. to Ronald Acuna Jr. got married Thursday morning, then hit that grand slam last night. Acuna marrying his longtime girlfriend, Maria, in a small ceremony 45 minutes away from the team hotel yesterday morning. And then he becomes the first player with 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases in a season. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts says the game between the two division leaders had a playoff feel to it. I think that the way that they manage their pen. Um, 25th anniversary of Forrest Gump. Uh, life is nothing but a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Um, the energy in the crowd. Um, so it, it was it was signs of a playoff game. I think so. That was not the cut that I placed in the system. I give up. That is not the cut that I placed in the system. It was sounded just Dave like Roberts. It. It was supposed to be just Dave Roberts. I don't know what that was. Anybody seen Billy recently? Billy feeling mischievous this morning? Anybody? Bueller? Nothing. Crickets? Check it out. Thanks, Pete. Hmm. Glad you're in charge of things as always. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. See what happens. Thanks. Mookie bets homer twice for the Dodgers. Now the extra innings in Detroit. The 0-2, swinging a broken back ground ball back to the mound. Loisa get down to second one. Torres relay to first, and he threw it away! Coming home, Carpenter! Tigers win! That was Dan Dickerson on Tigers Radio. The Tigers beat the Yankees 4-3 in 10 innings. Detroit avoids the four-game sweep. Tigers stop a five-game losing streak. Giants beat the Padres 7-2. Mike Yastrzemski, a home run, two RBI. Marlins over the Nationals, 6-1. to Jazz Chisholm with a three-run homer. The Angels had five players claimed off of waivers. The Guardians claiming starting pitcher Lucas Giolito, along with relievers Matt Moore and Ronaldo Lopez. The Reds claim outfielder Hunter Renfro. The uh, Mariners claiming reliever Dominic Leone. Now to the NFL. Browns players voting quarterback Deshaun Watson a captain. Head coach Kevin Stefanski explains why Watson being captain is a good fit. That's very, very natural for him to lead. And I think he's comfortable leading from out in front. I think he's comfortable from leading uh, and letting his teammates get credit. And that's just something that he's always done his whole life. And just the way he's integrated himself into this football team uh, is, is impressive to watch. I'm sorry, even with the players voting on him as a captain, how, how could you put the C on this guy's jersey? I got, I got nothing for him or for them. I mean, that's just a no, total disgrace. No, thank you. I mean, the fact, listen, you know, sometimes you see like, like if you're watching American Idol, you're watching one of these shows and there's uh, America is voting. And you just don't know how, like, they actually pick the winner. Like they say America voted, this person wins. At this point, if you're the Browns, even if the players voted unanimously to make this guy a captain, you cannot put a C on this guy's jersey. No, and you can, and, and you know what? Everybody's an adult, and they know how things are. Stand in there in the clubhouse and go, he doesn't need to be the captain. We don't need, like, he can still be your leader, whatever. All you do is go for a coin toss. It means, it technically means nothing in the grand scheme of a football game. Like, only a hockey's captain has a role, has, like, has rules attached to it. So it's a complete, you know, it's a nice honor, but really push comes to shove doesn't mean much. Just say, he just can't be the captain. No. With a, he can't have the C on his jersey. No he can way. be your captain and everything other than that, but there's no need for that. College football, Minnesota, Nebraska tied at 10 in the final second. This is a 47-yard attempt for Kessich. Clean snap, good hole, got it up! 
Very low-key Gus Johnson on Fox. Minnesota beat Nebraska 13-10. Number 14, Utah over Florida 24-11. FIBA World Cup. USA improving the 4-0 with an 85-73 win over Montenegro. Anthony Edwards pacing the USA with 17 points. And now, Bogues, it is time to get stunned. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Very rarely when I fill in for you in the seat uh, do I do I get a stun to a news story that mm. I, I see in multiple, multiple spots. I was supposed to send it to you, and I just realized that I never did. Well, you never did, no. but I found it. Okay, and good. And I found it on multiple platforms. Yes. So this is a, a unique. Usually I, I find things on a, a particular website that I like to find, maybe another one. But this one was all over the place. Everybody is talking about this, even down the hall. They were talking about this this morning. Police stop a Nebraska man for bucking the law with a bull riding shotgun in his car. A car driving with a bull in it was pulled over by police in northeast Nebraska's biggest city. Don't worry, he didn't steer. Norfolk Police Captain Chad, that's not me writing it, that's the story. Oh, I know. Norfolk Police Captain Chad Riemann said it didn't take long for officers to track down the modified Ford Crown Victoria sedan with a bull riding shotgun after a 911 call about it driving on the main highway entering the city of roughly 24,000 on Wednesday morning. I wonder if those 24,000 were at the volleyball game the other night. (laughs) We didn't have a full understanding of it until we saw it, Riemann said. The car that Lee Meyer has driven in parades across the area for years has half the windshield and roof removed to make room for the bull named Howdy Doody to ride along. A yellow metal cattle gate serves as the passenger side door, allowing for the Watusi bull to be tied up, and a set of longhorn serves as a hood ornament. And this got me thinking, Bose, you know, if you're a car dealer and somebody comes in now to buy a car, this has me think of a whole bunch of things. You, you talk about options. I, do you want the Sirius XM in your car? Do you want <laughs> the heated seats and stuff like that? No, I want the windshield door bull combination. Yeah, I want the bullpen on my yeah. the passenger front seat. This... Um, This set a record. I've never gotten more alerts quicker in a shorter amount of time than I did from you D-Aliens yesterday with this thing and everywhere. Straight tweets, DMs, Facebook messages. I think there's an Instagram one in in there, too. You guys know us so well. The video of this is remarkable, of this car coming down the street with the bull oversized jammed into the front passenger side with again what looks like you know the metal railings you'd see at a ranch keeping him penned into the car it's ridiculous genius embarrassing shameful amazing i should you go to jail for this should you lose the the cow for this should you get more for this it's just it's amazing you got to do a deep dive into this speaking of deep dives next week Remember Beef from UNI Radio? That's right. I got a lead. I got a tip on who Beef is. I know Beef's real name. I got Beef's email. My guess is Beef will be on this show next week to... It'll be what's for dinner. <laughs> By the way, 
as much as there was this shock about this car riding down the road, there's a sign on the side of Meyer's car from a parade in Burwell, Nebraska, late last month declaring that Howdy Doody's eye-catching ride was judged the best car entry in Nebraska's big rodeo parade. So this was not the first ride right. for Howdy Doody in this car. Apparently there was some sort of contest. And um, Meyer said Howdy Doody is like a member of the family now. But she hasn't always been wild about how much her husband spent on the bull over the years. That was according to Rhonda Meyer, the wife of right. the man who did this. And with that, we ride, no to, bull. We ride to break on the DA show. I think the Manhattan Project had less workers on our plan to mess with that last Schwartz update. They were people scurrying, distracting him, setting smoke screens. Cartwheels. Look this way. Look, oh, look, there's Joe Namath. And went running into a room. And it worked. Oh, Namath. And we're probably not done yet. A full hour show is left. Two guests in our final hour, plus Target Demo Friday, of course. Find the meme at CBS Sports Radio, at Andrew Bogish. Tell us how you're listening, where you're listening, and wish Pete your best as he leaves the show. I said it'd be tough if he left, and he's leaving for most of September. It's going to be a long haul till September 26th, but we can do it together. We can do it together, and we will do it together. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 